Hi, it's Rick Gorman again, and uh, welcome to our latest podcast, the Youth Centered Podcast. This is the third one of 2019, and um, I'm extremely excited to have uh, Sydney Pensavalli, a senior at North Andover High School, as my guest today. And we're going to talk about a great honor that Sydney um, has just uh, received in the last week. Uh, Sydney has just been named uh, our Youth of the Year at the Youth Center. This is something we've been doing for the last uh, four years uh, where we have identified one person that's involved with the youth center. Um, could be many of the things they do here, volunteer work, uh, their participation in the youth center. And uh, this year the staff got together over the month of December and, uh, and then we decided on who we wanted. It was kind of an easy choice this year. Usually we have a number of debates and we talk about different kids and uh, there was definitely some wonderful kids that were nominated um, and kids that we um, thought we could be worthy candidates but one stood out more than anybody and that is uh, Sydney Pensavalli so uh, first of all Sydney thanks for coming on the podcast thank you for having me and congratulations on being our youth of the year uh, Sydney is the fourth uh, youth of the year our first one um, was um, Stephen four years ago, Stephen Crowley, and then that was followed up with Alexis Cacase, um, and then last year was Maggie Matola. So Sydney is falling in with a great group of um, past um, Youth of the Year. So Sid, um, I think a lot of people know who Sydney Pensavalli is, but as our um, listenership is growing, um, a lot of people may not know you. So if you don't mind, who is Sydney Pensavalli? Well, I'm currently a senior at North Andover High School. I've grown up in North Andover all my life. I started coming to the youth center at when I was in third grade for summer fun. It was probably the best program I've ever attended. And ever since then, I've really just had a strong passion for the youth center. Throughout my whole middle school career, I did step up, was one of the kids that was here every single day, playing basketball, hanging in the lounge. But then as I grew up, grew up, I realized I wanted to do more here, so I started participating in Core 4, um, got a job here, which I love, and it's just been the best experience for me, but outside of the youth center, I currently run track, and um, it's just, yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> so, um, you always underestimate yourself, Sid. Between North Andover High School's involvement in the youth center, you, you do a tremendous amount of work. What is it, um, what's it like being named the Youth of the Year? What was that like when you, we informed you? We'll talk in a little bit about how we informed you, but what does it mean to you being named uh, the NAYRS Youth of the Year? Well, for me, I just think the Youth Center has done so much for me. So this award just really means that I somehow did a lot for the Youth Center. So it, at, a lot of the times I just think that the Youth Center has done a lot for me, but getting this award really allowed me to realize that I've done um, a lot for the youth center too so it really um, it boosted my confidence it's such an honor like yeah you most certainly have um, we brought you in uh, along with your mother um, and uh, we tried to get your father but he was working that day so we brought you in during our school vacation week didn't tell you why we were bringing you in um, and uh, didn't tell your mother why we were bringing her in and brought you upstairs and uh, myself, Demi, and Justin and Kyle, Brenna was unfortunately sick that day. Um, we kind of notified you and um, it was kind of a fun moment. Um, 
What was it like as you were finding out that you were the youth of the year? Well, I originally thought I was just coming to pick up my uh, Brooks skating money, <laughs> so it was kind of a shock. But uh, I was, Rick told me that I was uh, part of an intervention, so kind of caught me off guard and I was a little nervous. But uh, after he broke the news that I was youth of the year, I was so excited. Uh, I know my mom started crying and I almost did too. So yeah. it was really an exciting moment. Yeah, she did do a little bit of crying there. Obviously, we joked a lot a little bit with bringing you in. Um, obviously, we had to get you in there, and you know uh, we like to joke around a little bit. And uh, but it was uh, it was an awesome moment where the four of us. Uh, obviously, I got the opportunity to tell you what I thought of you, and then each one of our staff member did. And I know you you got a little emotional with that. But uh, some things that struck out to me was a couple of comments that Justin and Kyle made about. Um, and it's just a simple comment, but really kind of tells why you were selected is that you sent them matters to you more than those people. And, um, you know, we've obviously seen you grow into a fine young woman. Um, I'll never forget when you didn't get a job one summer and you uh, were very proactive to call me 500 times and let me know if anybody didn't take <laughs> the job or if someone didn't work it out. And that uh, we could we obviously saw early on how much you care about the youth center and and clearly you know the stuff you've done um, from a volunteer basis as well as you know your part-time work you just mentioned you thought you were coming in for the Sunday night brook skating for people that don't know is um, Sid is actually our, our point person on Sunday nights uh, she's in charge of the uh, skate guards and she's in charge of collecting the money from our residents on our Sunday night Brooks skating, which goes from November until the end of February. And you've done a great job with that. So we, I think we did give you the box for Brooks right after that. <laughs> yeah, but, you did. So um, why do you volunteer? Um, well, I really think volunteering, it obviously goes a long way for the people that you're volunteering for. But I also think it just develops such a strong character with you um, through I've just become such a more confident person volunteering and you really get to step out of your comfort zone, which I think is so important growing up. And it really feels good to see, I know at the Christmas drive when I dropped off presents, just to see like getting hugs from people that you were delivering presents to was just so amazing. And it's just such a heartwarming feeling. And there's really, it's you can't, words can't even describe how heartwarming volunteering is but it just it's such a strong part of me and I would couldn't live without it sure you mentioned um, you were part of our crew that delivered the presents right before Christmas my favorite day of the year um, at the youth center tell us a little bit about other volunteer projects you've done here I know you mentioned core four uh, why don't you break it down when you actually started doing community service projects and volunteering as a middle school all the way up until your senior year so in, I think, sixth grade, I joined Step Up, which is an amazing program here. It, um, it's volunteer at work um, in middle school, so it really emphasizes building that character from a young age. And we did a bunch of different volunteer projects. I did it all throughout middle school. We um, raised a ton of books for kids in Africa. And we also, we went to the senior center a bunch of times, and we went to soup kitchens. And then in high school, we, uh, Core 4 and I have gone to Project Home again. we also gone to the soup kitchens. Um, we've gone to, 
probably a few other places. Definitely uh, a few other places <laughs> that are not coming to my head right now. What was Core 4 all about? For, for a lot of our uh, listeners who probably don't even know what Core 4 is, what's, what's all that about? And take us through that leadership weekend that you go to every year. So I was selected for Core 4 when I was uh, spring of 8th grade. So it was right before my freshman year of high school. And it's basically a leadership building program for kids in um, in high school. So we first went up to Lake Winnipesaukee on an island. And we lived in uh, cabins with kids that we did not know from Methuen, Lawrence, and Andover. And so our my North Andover group and I, we did a bunch of leadership um building activities we kind of learned how to become a leader we got out of our comfort zones and so ever since that first year we've gone back to the same um we've gone back to the same island and we do different leadership activities but now as an older leader we get to teach the leadership activities to the younger kids more like we lead a lot of the games and it's just really inspiring to see the different um, demographics from throughout the four organizations and just the difference in kids with when they live so close to each other so it's really a cool experience and it's very eye-opening so if i'm correct i think you've been to the island four years with us mm-hmm. um obviously last year was your last um as you're our senior heading off to college uh, when you first came it was also the first time we we found out you were gluten-free um and uh you know obviously i, di- I didn't know a ton about gluten-free um back in the day but um Obviously, I was very impressed with how you like handled that, and you know, obviously, we had a lot of work we did in terms of you weren't the only gluten-free person there. Um, but you know, how you handled that, how mature you were. Um, you had also been to the island as a YMCA kid one day, so it was it was pretty familiar with you. But it was early on that I saw that you had tremendous leadership abilities right as an eighth grader and. Core four, you'll finish that out this year when you graduate at the high school, and and then um, that second group that we brought on a couple of years ago, they will take over and hopefully follow in the footsteps that um, that you did. So um, you've never shied away from doing volunteer projects. Um, you really like it. I, I like how you passionately talk about what you get out of it. I do need to let you know as well as our listeners, you know, how how much we get out of having you involved. Um, the passion you show for helping people is is unbelievably impressive. You are someone that we can always call. Um, you know, if you can jump in and help something you're willing to do, and that's pretty amazing uh, to have those type of attributes. So you know how North Andover is. Um, once we um, posted that you were our Youth of the Year, we had a tremendous amount of feedback from educators at both the middle school and the high school as well as people in the youth center people were really happy for you and getting that what was some other reaction you got from maybe extended family and friends Mm -hmm. well i know my mom immediately posted on facebook so all my cousins all my family friends immediately texted me saying congratulations but then after a few days after um a bunch of different teachers said congratulations how they were so proud of me and even my dad said a couple times at um, the supermarket, people stopped him and said congratulations, and he didn't even know who they were. So um, that's pretty fun. It's pretty funny, and I've just gotten so much support from it. So I'm so thankful for that. 
So we have a great follower on social media who I didn't know who it was for probably the first couple of years, but I found out it was Sydney Pensavalli's grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, fortunately, the day that we actually told your mother and you about it, I didn't know grandma was in the uh, car in the parking lot. <laughs> so your mother brought her in. It was the first time I got to meet her. Sweet lady. Um, obviously very proud of both you and your brother. Um, what was uh, what was her first reaction? I think she was about to cry herself. Yeah, she was so excited too. She had never. I think she's been in the youth center a few times to watch my brother's basketball games. But it, I think it was so meaningful to her to like see um, all the staff that have been working with for so long. And so she, I think she was just shocked, and she was so excited too. You are a big hit with our middle school kids, particularly our middle school kids, but also our younger high school kids too. Um, take a couple of seconds. I know you got a couple of favorites. Who are those kids and why? Um, my favorite kid is probably, his name is Daniel. Daniel comes with me on Saturday nights and Daniel just, pl Daniel is like my buddy. We just play all the time, whatever he wants to play. We play Call of Duty together. We dance together and we play basketball in the gym. He's just, I met him when he was in sixth grade, and he's just grown so much, and I've been friends with him for so long, and it's just really, it's it's really amazing to see how far he's come, so. Yeah, it's pretty impressive to see you with Daniel. He's a great kid, and um, obviously he loves you a lot. Let me ask you something. As you're a senior, um, a lot of kids in that eighth grade heading off to high school, maybe ninth or tenth grade, that haven't actually been involved with maybe some of our volunteer programs or some of our, you know, activities on community service. What do you say to those kids um, about maybe starting to get involved? Well, I definitely think it's so important to start and just maybe try one or two um, random community service activities and just see if you like it. Because for me, I really do love it. And I found a passion for it really quickly. So you really don't know if you have that passion for it. And so it just takes... It makes it so easy to get involved after that. So you will definitely like it, and I would just say just keep with it because it goes a long way for other people and definitely for yourself. For sure. So you, as you've become of working age, you've had a few part-time jobs for us. Um, tell our listeners a little bit about some of the, the part-time employment you've done here at the Youth Center. So I first got a job my sophomore year just on Saturdays. So I was working with fourth and fifth graders upstairs. I worked in the game room. Um, we worked in the lounge. I danced with them. It was really fun. But then after that, I joined Summer Fun after begging Rick for a few times. And I was a buddy for um, kids at Summer Fun, which is really awesome, really heartwarming experience. But I really don't think... If I'm listing all the jobs I've done, I really don't think when people ask me if I work, I kind of say no because it really isn't a job. I love to do it. It's my favorite thing to do. I look forward to going to work every single day. But after summer fun, I got a job full time here um, after school in between my track seasons. And then after track, I still work the front desk at night and then did summer fun again. Um, going into my senior year, absolutely love it. Summer fun just keeps getting better and better, and it's really not a job. I am so grateful for it. <laughs> and obviously, you're helping us out this winter with uh, Sunday night brook skating mm -hmm. on top of everything else. So, and we're looking forward to having you back again this summer. Um, you did 
mention a few times that it's not like you really have a job and you know one of my favorite sayings that if you find a job uh, that you love you'll never work a day in your life and I think you you actually epitomize this here at the youth center um, Demi who's in charge of filling slots when kids call them sick or whatever I know that you're the first people you're the first person that uh, Demi calls and you're usually the person that responds if you don't have track practice or something else so very appreciative of all that so you are a senior um you're gonna have a, a great winter and spring at north end of a high school and then you graduate in june and uh you'll be heading off to college i think in september what what are some of the future plans for sydney pennsylvania um well i currently want to go into business of some sort i don't know what maybe um hr or uh, medical management but my, my number one school is currently Bentley, but I don't hear from them until late March, so fingers crossed for that. But the schools I've currently gotten into, which I am debating on, are UVM, um, UMass, Providence, and Fairfield. So I'm excited for those. We talk a lot, and we actually talked about it with our, our podcast last week with Lucy and Nicole on, on going off to college. How, how stressful, anxious has this process been for you? Um, I applied to, I think, 16 schools, so in the fall, doing all of my supplemental essays was very difficult. I know it was really hard um, balancing um, school and doing college stuff, so it was pretty stressful, but after after I submitted everything, it, the stress has gone down a little, a little but now the stress is kind of getting back up because I'm still waiting to hear from some of my top schools, so... It's a little ner. It's very nerve wracking, but in the end, I'm sure it'll all work work out well. I'm sure it will. You have some great opportunities there, and you and your family will decide the best landing spot for you. Um, as we uh, continue to talk to Sydney about this, I do want to let uh, our listeners know that Sydney will be honored on Saturday, March um, 30th, um, at DeBarros at our annual Night to Shine event, uh, where we raise a lot of money for the youth center we have a great time with the parents um we'll have close to 300 people there and uh one of the nice parts of the evening besides the silent auction and the dinner and the live auction and then the music and dancing um we actually get to recognize our youth of the year which will this year obviously be sydney as well as uh, name our scholarship winners from the joseph n herman youth center incorporated and there's usually a good four to six uh, kids that'll be there with their parents. Uh, you'll be coming with your parents, obviously, and maybe even your grandmother and a few other <laughs> people. Um, but it'll be a great opportunity for us to honor you, um, as well as the scholarship recipients. You have a, a task that day that you'll have to address the 300 adults there. Um, I know you're working hard on, on your speech on this. How uh, Are you a little nervous about that? Do you... Uh, do you worry about getting in front of 300 on north end of a parents? I'm not the best public speaker, but I think after practicing a ton, I will get it down pretty good, and my nerves will probably ease as soon as I get up there. So. <laughs> I'm sure it will. You're a, you're a good public speaker, and you're very passionate, so I, I'm excited to hear what you'll have to say that night, and obviously I'm, I'm excited to, to be the one that will present you with that, and uh, it's going to be a great night for us. So... Um, we will be having um, Demi and Holly Williams on our future podcast to talk about the auction, but 
we want you all to save that date. It's a big night for us. It's a big night for the youth center. It's a big night for us to, to raise money for the youth center. And it's really a fun night to recognize these amazing young people that have come through the youth center over the years. Um, so Sid, as you start to wind down your career here, it will be very different next fall with you not here. Uh, we're used to seeing your face at the front desk. Um, what do you, uh, what will you, what will you take from the youth center as you head off to the next chapter of your life? Well, I think Rick instills a strong passion with everyone. So I really, now I don't really, everything I do is for a purpose and I, I just want to continue doing things that I do lo love to do. So um, whether that's working or continue to volunteer in college, I definitely want to do that and even have like a le another leadership role. So it'll be really exciting to continue my volunteer work and passion inside college. And you will do that. I mean, I can tell that the institution that you end up landing at will be getting a wonderful uh, person that will be passionate about their school and I know community service will be a big part of that. Um, what will it be like leaving North Andover? Um, it's definitely going to be hard leaving all my friends since I have lived here my whole entire life, and I'm kind of constricted to the 400 people in my grade. But mm -hmm. after, um, after saying my goodbyes, I think it will be really exciting to meet new people in college, and it will be really fun. Yeah, it definitely will be. Um, any any final words what would you want to say to maybe our parents that are listening that you know might want to get their kids involved with maybe some of the community service and the you know the volunteer programs here what do you say to those parents out there that you know thinking about this not sure their kid would want to do it what what's your advice definitely push it because you will see a difference in your kids after they volunteer a positive difference obviously so um just give it a few tries and they will definitely love it and they will definitely continue it after so absolutely well i want to thank you for coming on our podcast uh it was great to obviously hear i mean i know you very well but hopefully our listeners will get to to hear and, and to know about the amazing sydney Pennsylvania, who we love daily here um and you have really left your mark here, Sid, and I know you will continue to do that until you leave from North Andover, and I know you'll continue that out in college, too. So we wish you the best of luck, and we congratulate you. This is an amazing honor. Um, as we said, only one person a year. We've done it for four years. You, you joined the illustrious group, group of individuals on being our Youth of the Year, and uh, we congratulate you one final time. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And uh, this is, concludes this podcast. Uh, we will be back on again next week. We have a, a number of people that have been um, letting us know different topics that they would like. So we got a, a number of different things, very varying topics that we're going to get to every week here. Um, so I hope you'll check back in with it. You can check on all of our podcasts um, by going directly to our website, nayouth.com. Um, and we are up on iTunes and Podbean and Google Play and pretty much all places that you can get your podcasts. So hope you'll check out some of the, the past ones we've had, and I hope you will stay tuned to a number of new ones we'll have in the year 2019. And as we say every time we end a podcast, too much passion is not enough passion. <laughs>